Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Square Eyes Syndrome podcast. I am Ben Gilman, and I do apologize if you cannot hear me well. There is a massive storm raging outside. I'm as always, I am joined by a man who I'm really interested to see his pick today because it's our Japanese special. Tom Hill, I have one question for hey. you. Do you know what a Pikachu yeah, is? What's that? Do you know what a Pikachu is? I do know what Pikachu is, but I will not be talking about Pikachu. We will be here to help you out, dude. I'm interested <laughs> to see your pick. Out of all of us, you're the one that doesn't have a lot of Japanese knowledge, but it'll be interesting to see. Um, mm-hmm. I'm joined by a man who I'm sure will be, have a really good pick. It's Dan Rudge. Hi, everyone. Um, I'm scared of what Troy Salmon will bring up, though, because prison school, <laughs> you remember that time? Prison school turned mm-hmm. up on this podcast? Yeah. How are you doing, Troy? Doing good, man. That was that was such great times, wasn't it? I loved that. Great times. <laughs> oh, man, that was a that was a moment in time when you picked prison school. My, my therapist thanks you for that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are joined again by Alexander de Toro this week. Um, there is a reason I'm calling her Alexandra. How are you doing? Yes, hello, hello. So today it will be Alexandra. All right. And I'm very, also very excited because we are joined by our special guest. Um, he is the creator of the YouTube and podcast Batlog, ch- uh, Batlog Battle channel. And I'm a big fan. It's Alex Indigo. Thank you very much for joining us. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. I'm really excited to talk some Japanese shows and anim- <laughs> maybe anime. Who knows? Like, we'll we'll see oh, where, where this. Uh... Oh, oh yeah, anime is going to come up. Yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll see where this journey takes us. <laughs> Um, my wife is kind of scarred by your intro music because I, I'm a big fan of your podcast and <laughs> like she hears the, the tune and then she knows that I'm looking for recommendation. So she's, yeah, it's, it's the thing because I, I asked you to come onto the show because I'm a big fan of your, your channel because uh, you're a Japanese yeah. RPG fan like me and you, you know, and, but she's, she's kind of got a love hate relationship because of, uh, you know. <laughs> When you recommend stuff, I buy it, and then she's gone. Oh no, that's another one he's going to get. <laughs> it's brilliant. So thank well, you very much. Well, you're welcome. Like I, you know, as I, I, that song has been a part of my life for more than actually longer than the channel and stuff. So it's like I had, um, I, I got, I found somebody on like SoundCloud and stuff, and they had this really awesome song, and I was like, hey, can I license this? And they're like, yeah, just get me like a 3DS game, which is kind of crazy. It's like <laughs> I just get get to use the, the song because I bought them a 3DS game, and here we are still using the song like 10 years later. Because <laughs> the longer version's on your podcast, so like that's a really catchy tune. Like it's really, it is. It's like an earworm. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. so how is everyone today? Is everyone doing, doing good? good? Yeah. 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 Lovely. So we are all gathered here today to talk about Japanese television. Now, I have personally a long history with Japanese culture because one, I'm married to my wife, who's not here today, but obviously she's back in Japan for a little while. But like I came in through the anime way. Like for me personally, my history was um, I'm trying to think uh, what it was. Dragon Ball Z was most probably the first one. Um, I'm sure it's the same for you, Alex. In America, Dragon Ball was kind of kicked the door down a bit for animation. Yeah. yeah. What was it like in America? Um, well, there's definitely a lot of like really popular animes here that have just kind of, you know, that have 
kind of sustained themselves for a long time. Like Dragon Ball has been around like since the nineties in some capacity. Right. And because of the, just the huge boom in localization and translating for anime and manga and stuff like there's definitely never been a better time to be a fan of those shows. Mm. And, and of course comic books, like then it is now, right? Like, you know, we've got Evangelion of course back. There's conversations about like attack on Titan because it's, you know, it's, finally like yeah. gonna end and stuff mm. you know and and just you know it's just really interesting um also how you know the hollywood has also embraced that right like death note having like <laughs> dragon ball yeah yeah yeah, ball. yeah. Let, uh, let's not these... talk about that though baby steps baby steps <laughs> but yeah i mean so i'm gonna be i'm gonna be very nice and let ladies go first so alexandra de tolo would you okay. like to start us off? What do you? What is your show today? What have you got for us? Right. So, I mean, let me just tell you guys that I don't really have a lot of um, knowledge. Like, I do obviously know about Dragon Ball and Pikachu, but <laughs> I've not really. And I know there's like a big manga, lots of different comics that I have seen when I've been to uh, Forbidden Planet in London. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. And I know that's like. You can see it, but I'm I haven't really been personally much involved in either reading them or watching them. But what I did start um watching was Alice in Borderland. Ah, oh, um, Netflix. Yeah. I see. Yep. Which yes. is a Netflix show because I thought, mm. right, I'm gonna choose something um to kind of ease myself into something related. Yeah. And obviously, I picked it because it sounds a bit like Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I just saw it myself as well the other day. You're a big fan <laughs> of it because you came on our House of Animation podcast. I've, that, that, that's a spoiler. We're eventually, in a couple of weeks, we'll have to release it. But um, yeah. I know what a big fan you are. So I'm not surprised you picked Alice in Borderland at all. Yeah. So, I mean, Ben was really nice and gave me, gave me a few options. And my, my head went towards Alice in Borderland. Which, to my surprise, it is actually linked in some way to Alice in Wonderland. Mm. Um, I don't know how I didn't see it. I had to read it because they've got some cards. But basically, um, I do think it's a great show um, because it is quite interesting. It's a bit scary. It's a thriller. Um, I'm not going to spoil it if people haven't watched it. Um, I thought maybe I'm not going to like it because it's a lot of young, younger people. But it's also very apocalyptic, which is a topic I really like. Mm. <laughs> so, so when that happened, that the whole Tokyo was empty, mm. I was like, ooh, yeah, I like this. <laughs> they did it on a soundstage. Because I was trying to figure out how they did it. Because if you've gone to Tokyo or London, like 28 days later, I've always tried to figure out how do you get such a big city deserted it's like you know tom cruise in that film and the new york one i'm always impressed it's a stunning image when you see tokyo just empty and they it's a soundstage which yeah. is nice. um, well no with 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 um 28 days later they actually closed down a street in london it wasn't done on the soundstage it was actually done on a street in london oh, yeah. Yeah. Closed, they, yeah. they only closed off one road and they just took out the sound of all the other roads and they tried to film everything using different angles of one road basically i have seen a deleted yeah. scene there's there was one guy you could hear someone from the pub go Oi! And I'm gonna make it <laughs> the soft shot 
No, it's brilliant. Yeah. Like you say, I don't know how they've done it. They've probably got some apps also to delete <laughs> because it's yeah. such a, um, such a place to do it. Um, yeah. And it's from one second to another. Uh, it's three friends and they come out and everything's, everyone's gone. Mm. And it's, it's all about sort of like a really, a bit sadistic game where they're kind of in between life and death and having to survive through different kinds of of tests i would say um some which involve strength and you know having to do physical things some others which are more like um having to figure out something um more so it's more about your capacities and understanding how the game works or the architecture of the building sort of thing uh, in order to escape, um, but it's really brutal in the sense that I, I, that's a bit a bit of a struggle because some people are being killed <laughs> in a very brutal way. It's a show that will kill characters off. Like it, it will. I was quite amazed because you know there's a lot of shows where the like my thing with, for example, Walking Dead. There are certain characters that just won't get killed. There's no they they, they feel safe. Bullet armor. Put on <laughs> this show doesn't do that. This show will just it they will just kill you. <laughs> so, so I mean, expect the unexpected, definitely. This is the X Files. <laughs> and so, would you recommend it then, Alex? I would. I would recommend it. I am. I am liking it. It's a good action. You know, you kind of go through it quite quickly, and it does really. It just it keeps you entertained because you're thinking, oh my god, what's going to happen? Who's going to live? Who's going to die? Um, it's like really tense, mm. um, and it's good in terms of like you know there's a ver- there's a variety between being in these like lovely you know blue sky scenes, very colorful, but when they're doing the games, it could be really dark and like you know so you've got all the combination. There's a little bit of potential romance, so it's not all action killing Mm. um i guess it's an interesting idea about life and death and how some of the characters start developing a sense of uh like worth in what they've got because they could die any day what i like about asian culture is it's like they the main character is shown using his smarts instead of his muscles and I've always respected that, even in a lot of anime. Like, there's sometimes it's the guy that's very clever wins the like, day, like Log Horizon. Yes, and that's yeah. always a good thing to show. Toxic, no toxic meniscity, just like that. N- people, nerds can be clever and save the day as well, and they're capable. It's a really good attitude to have for the show. I think <laughs> there's lots of different types here as well. Um, there is a second season because I was worried that they would. This is what a lot of Japanese shows do, based on a source material. They don't wait for it to finish. They normally do it. They normally start filming it or making it while the manga's ongoing. Thankfully, there is a second season. Netflix has commissioned a second season for this, so there should be a finish, eventually a conclusion to this saga, which is good. That's good to know. Yeah, but so definitely recommend it. <laughs> So I'm really excited, and the Naked Director season two one uh, this year as well. So like Japan's finally 
they don't normally do second seasons a lot in Japanese television. So I'm really happy that Netflix is trying to get some more second seasons for Japanese drama. That isn't just uh, um, Terrace House all the time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's definitely good. I'm glad to hear there's a season two. Yeah. So, yeah. And speaking of which, like, that's actually based off of a manga as well. And, you know, like, I want to chime in because, like, I actually watched the entire season of that show. And it feels as though, like, coming from video games, there's definitely, like, this uh, thematic element of punishing youngsters and stuff that yeah. you know like because of an unknown future like battle I, i'm reminded of battle royale you know the movie from uh, i think it's like kg Fu, Fu, fujisaki or something i forget the name i'm sorry no, but it's perfect you got it <laughs> from a from the from video games there's danganronpa and zero escape which is literally like they're going through all these different challenges and stuff just so yeah. that they can survive at the end of the day so well, I, which is actually the reason why we um we watched the show and stuff by Alice in Borderlands and, mm -hmm. you know, I'm glad y'all are enjoying it. It's a great show. Mm. Yeah. It's very similar actually. Cause I've got that game on my shelf actually, because um, it's a visual novel. It's very wordy those games, but again, it's the bracelet, like bomb color type thing of, if you don't do this puzzle and it's really tense. I love those type of things. It's like what Gantz is used to do. Um, Gantz is another, you might've heard of it. Netflix has got like, um original gantz gantz is another one where it's like very you've got to fight to survive but you've also got a timer on you as well it's so oh. japan loves to do a lot in its stuff i really am a big fan of it so it's a theme it's a theme in japan really <laughs> yeah because yeah. hmm. there's a lot of back and forth there's a big age thing in japan now at the moment where um, the youngsters are trying to have more power to us. Uh, so Japan's very, uh, because there's a lack of children being produced at the moment, because Jap Japanese people work so hard, there is a big fear. There's more older people. There's a whole thing of people. There's no what. There's not a lot of younger people to look after the older people now in the care system. Okay. So there's a they're, they're going through incredible changes at the moment. Japanese culture. There's a lot of. Me Too moments going on as well. There's a lot of pressure on Japanese businessmen to be more respectful of women. And it's an interesting time to watch it from afar. My wife's also keeping an eye on it as well. So it's it's an interesting time. Yeah. Really cool. cool. Well, I hope you enjoyed the pick. That's me. Absolutely good. I will check it out. Great pick. Who's up next? Who wants to go? I'll go. I want to... Okay, I'm gonna. I talked about Terrace House when we first started this podcast, which is a reality dating show. Obviously, because of what happened, unfortunately, last year to Hannah Kimura, it's been cancelled because a lot of stuff came out. Um, it was there. A lot of people come forward and said that they weren't living in the house. That they were, um, like, how do I say? It? Like they were just filming the scenes there. It was all very fake. And it, I, I did I did moan that Terrace House was very stale, very boring. It, they just sat at the kitchen table. You guys may remember this. I felt like they nothing was happening. Well, I want to talk about Ainuli, which is I've just seen. Uh, it's a show where s seven people come together in a foreign country, Japanese people, and they travel around on a pink bus. I've watched the African Journey season, and it's just more lighthearted and more fun. 
um it's very different from western style um show about it's, it is obviously it's set up it's a reality tv show and i'm sure it's staged in certain places but it feels more authentic because they're always traveling together i mean even in the intro you can see a lot of uncut scenes of them just talking to the locals wherever they go trying to find love there's a lot that they cut out of it, but it feels more real to me than Terrace House because you can see all the un- the um, the stuff they have to cut out, and it's just a really good feel feel good show, and it's very tense. Like you were talking about how tense Alice in Borderline was, Alex Alexandra. See, I got it right. Um, <laughs> this one's more when someone confesses their love, it's literally you either go hope back to Japan with them, or you're 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 going back on your own and it's really tense you can really get into it i mean i've on because of the show because i have it on a tablet i've downloaded episodes people have laughed at me because i react i get so invested on journeys into work i'm reacting because someone if you're really really into a potential relationship i don't want them to leave the show and sometimes i'm scared and happy for them like oh no he's going for it he's going to tell her how he feels and you just kind of hope it doesn't backfire for them. It's it's mm. it's a really good show, and I think a lot of people don't know about it as much as Terrace House. No, I haven't heard about it. Uh, I know, Lee. It's a it's called Love Wagon. It's also a Netflix original, and I just wanted to bring that show up. I don't know if you what you guys think of it, but like for me, it's just a show that I don't think gets talked about a lot. Fair enough. I mean. Nowhere near my wheelhouse, to be honest. But you'll be surprised, I think. I, I've shown it to people that don't like reality shows, and they've kind of gone, "Oh, it's really Japanese style, but <laughs> it's just interesting that they go to Africa and travel around, and then when somebody goes, somebody else jumps on." It's just, it, and it educates you about the countries they go through. It's just a really interesting mix of a show because Japan doesn't really do much mixing with international countries really they're, they're kind of like an island a lot they're now beginning to learn a lot and it's really good to see a different start it's not set in japan as well so it's kind of like going on holiday with them as well but it's all japanese actors well not no. actors. it's real it's a reality show so well, um i think it is staged a tiny bit but not like terrace house where it's very bloody obvious where because the camera is in Terrace House is like it's set up. Uh, it feels really fake. But I know there's a lot of handheld camera, uh, camera, like always following them about. It's always chaotic, moving. It does feel like it. I know there's mostly things where it is a bit staged for the cameras, but it feels a lot more authentic and real. Mm-hmm. And the theme tune is lovely. I uh, suppose. Some good good endings. Yeah, and there's like, uh, like it's not boring. And that's the thing about Terrace House. It's interesting to watch to understand how Japanese people, Japanese culture. It's very interesting to see how people, Japanese people treat romance. Mm. Uh, but Terrace House is very static and boring, and they always seem to be sat at the kitchen table doing nothing. And yeah, that's a, I just want to big up Ainuli. Not shooting down Terrace House. But I know I would love more people to watch it and for it to continue to be made by Netflix because Terrace House is most probably not going to come back now because, mm. you know, what unfortunately happened with Hannah Kimura is horrible and I think it's now got a black mark on it 
and it won't but be able to come happened? back. Can I ask? Unfortunately, she uh, took her life after some quite severe uh, levels of harassment. She was a kind of like a celebrity in Japan because she's a big rest. She was up and covering stardom in Japan. I, I clocked her when I saw her because I follow Japanese wrestling. So I knew who that was. Um, but what happened is it all came out like that. She was forced to make this up that scripted to like hit. Um, she didn't even hit him. Um, but the amount of bullying, online bullying that she got, she took her own life um, shortly afterwards, after it aired. And so now there's new laws in Japan where they're going to be really strict on online bullying. Okay. You know, right, it's a jail term now. It's something that I think the rest of the world could learn from, actually. Because it is a big problem oh. at the moment, isn't it? Online mm -hmm. harassment. Of everyone. So, that, that that's an entirely different podcast we could go into hours of discussion <laughs> absolutely yeah. definitely but um yeah just go watch Inally. it's a really and it's like uh alex's theme tune of his podcast it's really catchy and it will stay in your head it's brilliant <laughs> <laughs> definitely let's go watch that that's my recommendation who would like to go next can i go next Absolutely. <laughs> Let's go with this theme of like, you know, like talking about, you know, um, romance and trying to figure things out like, you know, like in thing, people trying to figure things out in Japan, like romance because of their schedule. I watched a show and this was like, I think we watched it last year called The Naked Director. Has anybody seen this show? Oh, no, I'm so intrigued. I, I was going to watch it when my wife comes back because she's a big fan of the actors, and there's a second season. It's in my log, but you can pump pump me up for this. I'm really yeah. Excited. So season two is actually arriving this June, June 24th specifically, and it's a semi biographical comedy slash drama about a famous porn director named Masaharu Take, and it's just this all about how he upended like the Japanese porn industry and kind of turned it on its head, and you know, and and I actually watched it dubbed, so it's even doubly hilarious because. Wow, <laughs> Oh my goodness. Like it is so crazy. Like I if if you know, I know that a lot, you know, some of you guys like love watching Japanese shows and anime subtitled, but dear heavens, like watch this in English dub. It is hilarious. Like an English dub. But mm. that's but general that's generally the gist of it is that, you know, like this guy is just really not happy with, you know, his lot in life and stuff. And so he started trying to you know, kind of find where his passions are. And he found it in pornography. And huh. all and all this time, he's being kind of stopped by all these massive authorities in that industry in Japan, even including, like, politicians that have tried to put a kibosh on, like, everything that he's trying to do to the point where he found, he discovered this one star, this really kind of wild child of a girl who really kind of was the star of a lot of his films. And also... You know, he's not just a director. He's also one of the actors, right? And so it's it's this whole, like, 10-episode arc of, of, or rather, 8-episode arc where he just kind of, you know, you know, subverts the expectation of what pornography is in Japan because of you know, also dealing with a lot of his personal frustrations of his life and what's going on in his life as well. And it's it's kind of... 
it, oddly enough, even though the subject matter is about porn, it's actually very endearing to kind of see him just push through and and kind of really put, you know, like put out there like what he believes to be like his best work. Like he's so passionate about pornography. It's almost like, wow, <laughs> I've never <laughs> seen anybody so passionate about this. But um, but it's also, you know, the characters are very endearing. They all kind of like come from this place where they've been kind of just put down because of their um you know their lot in life in japan which is kind of a common theme in japan sometimes where because of the society and the culture you know you're easily put down because you're you know you're not you're not contributing to the greater society as a whole mm -hmm. but then this guy basically says like well i'll contribute to it in a very different way and so you, you know, you'll find yourself throughout the show just wanting to cheer for this character to really do well. And despite him being put down and stuff and, and really like, you know, having a lot of challenges, even with the distribution of of uh, his uh, his videos and stuff like there, there are times where competing companies would just basically try to strong arm him out of video stores. And I was like, man, that's that's really crazy. And and I felt like as an entrepreneur, like I found that really uh, entertaining to just watch somebody else uh, go through like their fictionalized account of like how they kind of um, really grew in Japan, uh, I guess, no pun intended. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like I highly recommend it. From what I've seen of the trailer, and this is what I love about Japanese comedy, they go really loud because Japanese people are quite <laughs> normally laid back, very straightforward. But their comedy is a complete Oz a bit of that, I think. that They are really, they go big and loud. And that's what I appreciate about Japanese comedy. Am I correct? Because it does yeah. seem like big performances. Yeah, there's a saying in Japanese, and I, and I hope I get it right, a nail that's, I think it goes along the lines of like a nail that's sticking out needs to be hammered down. Yeah. And that speaks a lot to like, you know, if you're, if you're like a, a Westerner and you go to Japan and you're so boisterous and stuff like people, Japanese people actually don't appreciate that, you know, dressing in loud colors and stuff like, because everything in Japan is all about, you know, the, the betterment of the whole which is why, like, you have these kinds of conflicts where people are forced into overtime a lot and without any sort of consideration to the individual, you know. And, and that's kind of the opposite in the West. Like, we value a lot of our individuality here. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and I think that's kind of an interesting conflict that, you know, shows up from time to time in many shows. And, and of course, like, Naked Director is, is a great example of that as well. <laughs> I remember one time I was in Japan. And um, this is a good example. Um, there was this really excited American guy. He seemed really friendly, but it, this, he's so over. The, he was so happy to be in Japan. You just saw all the Japanese people just kind of give him an extra bit of space, like a bomb yeah. going off. That like, yep, we're just gonna separate. It's quite funny to watch. <laughs> he was so mm -hmm. happy to be in Japan. Friendly guy, but it just like they were like they were they didn't go near him. They weren't too sure how to. Um, appropriate with the um, the energy, yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's one that I've wanted to watch for a long time. So that's definitely something that I'm going to bring forward now. Because you know, I mean, it's good that Netflix doesn't do a lot of Japanese originals, and it's good to see they're making more of an effort now with their global outreach for more diversity. I think it's really mm -hmm. good that we're getting more Japanese dramas now. Mm -hmm. It's really good. Yeah.
Yeah, absolutely. And I also kind of bring uh bring attention to like one other show that I kind of wanted to to bring up, and it was. It's called like Midnight Diner, and I'm just I'm just gonna say some my quick piece about it. It's if you want like a relaxing Japanese show to watch, I highly recommend this. All the show is all about you know it's an anthology, so it's all about like all these individual people who come to this diner at midnight to eat, you know, and the chef basically makes whatever dish they want, you know, no, no questions asked, and it's really a story about the people who come in at the diner and stuff and. You know, if you really want a chill show, show to watch, it's Japanese. There's no dub for this, unfortunately. Like, I highly recommend Midnight Diner. It's really good, though, because you get a good insight into how Japanese people interact with each other in the show, though, because it's a very quiet show. Some people have told me it's boring, but I love it. I love this show. Mm-hmm. It's very focused on character work. The customers are the main... Every episode is a standalone. You can watch any order. And I, I, it's a very yeah. quiet, good show. It's brilliant. And it's also mm-hmm. based on a manga, isn't it? I think. Yeah, Alex pulling that one out. Yes, Alexandra, well done. I'm sorry, I'm, yeah. Alexander. Well, the thing is, I'm making a list, guys, so I'm going to go away and watch lots of stuff. <laughs> That's impressive. That was really good. Yeah, it is based in the manga. Yeah, it's really popular, according to my wife, in Japan. Like, it's big name in Japan. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a big show. So, Netflix brought it over uh a couple mm-hmm. of years ago their own they got they've got and they've got the original one from tv tokyo and now netflix is owning the the, the new one so like it's good go watch everything of it it's brilliant yeah. all right that goes on the list then absolutely thanks alex no problem brilliant. so who right. to, who's next yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna go next. Uh-oh. Here right, we go. Claim in place. All right. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of toxic masculinity. Uh-oh. Right. Oh. What? Okay. We might have to apologize for your pick. There we go. Let's go, guys. Here we go. Let's go. All right. My show. This is not this is my only pick though, by the way. Okay. Called. Akoto no Ken, Fist of the North Star. Classic. Oh, there we go. <laughs> okay. Fist of the North Star is very infamous, if you've probably never heard of it or seen it. Um, originally, when I was really young, I got exposed to this. Anyone um, used to watch like wrestling like 1 a.m. in the morning? There used to be anime shows literally right after it or even just before it, before it started like in the, in the a.m. in the morning over yeah, here in yeah. the U.K., yeah. Uh, <laughs> there used to be the Ninja Scroll movie. Yeah. You'd see yeah. In the shell, you see all these kind of things. You see in the year, you'd see Fist of the North Star. I got used to all that stuff in violence early. Oh, yeah. <laughs> these shows. It's crazy. But the animation caught me. And I was a fan of martial arts as a kid as well. Literally, especially my dad, he used to watch a lot of martial arts as well. Um, as a kid. So, Fist of the North Star, it's on um, Amazon. You probably find out, I think it's the first season's on Amazon. Um, oh, wow. So yeah, so you'll see that on there. So it's basically based off of um it's a based off a manga, so it's a TV show, it's based off a manga. Um that came out in literally the eighties, the early eighties, I think it's like eighty-four to eighty-seven. Um as the original um uh, yeah, the original anime came out then and the original manga came out in eighty three. There you go. Um so there was two seasons of it. The first season was like a lot of episodes, 109 episodes overall oh, in the first season. Yeah, <laughs> the first season. <laughs> 
that's the that's the original like series as a whole. Then it came out like literally with forty three episodes later on, like in eighty seven. Um, so it's a couple of years in each season, but um, it has a main character called Kenshiro. Yeah. So so Kenshiro, so he's like a archetype. Like anyone seen the Mad Max series knows exactly the kind of similar backstory to Kenshiro. Mm. Um, post-apocalyptic world, world's gone to crap. <laughs> Government is like non-existent, like literally at this point. Oh, wow. um, yeah, water supply is running low, contaminated, the usual stuff you see in the post-apocalyptic um, world. Um, so Kenshiro, he's a martial artist. He's got this style called Hakuto Shinken. It's like a an ancient martial arts that's um, kept him going. Um, he's learning from a master. And he has a rival called Rao. He's like, yeah, so like an older brother. I think he was, yeah, not brother. Um, <laughs> he had a fiance called Yuria. She, oh, I know what happens to her, yes. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah. So, yes, so, <laughs> you know, there we go. <laughs> so, some, of you, some of you know what happens in, in the show, what in the story. Because um, there is an updated version later on, but I've got that on DVD, but we're talking about the original series right now. Um, he goes, He goes around... Um, collects a few people along the way. He's, he's saving people on his journey to finding his fiance, and throughout all this way, he's this style that he has, this technique, so violent. People explode, yo. So aggressive. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> and this is what brought up the toxic masculinity. This is the all alpha right here. This is Kenshiro. You know what you've just done. You made me what? remind myself, I'm a big fan of the Yakuza studio games. They've got a fist of the North Star game that I've just ordered on Amazon because oh, of is it? Oh, Cheers, yeah. Right? <laughs> My going to love you. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so literally, he's like the Mel Gibson of the show. He's, he's, the, he's the main character. Um, he's the Mad Max. And he's running through the desert. Like Most of the time, it's like desert land. Most of the time, he runs into biker gangs. Um, he runs into all sorts of people. And they're obviously, they're attacking people. You know what I'm saying? Not, not taking everyone's money. They're robbing people and killing people. <laughs> and this, these techniques, he's taking out massive guys, these, these almost alien mutant type geezers. These guys. <laughs> and, it, <laughs> and it's so unbelievable, but epic at the same time. That's what you hear a lot in the show. Yeah. It's like a Bruce Lee type thing. That's what he's got going on. Um, he's hitting pressure points. People explode, as I said before, heads exploding, body parts flying off. But at the same time, this guy, all this guy wants is peace. You know? He mm-hmm. wants peace. Yeah, like, he just wants to be left alone. Yeah, he just wants to be left alone. You know, so live his life, you know what I'm saying? In the, in the... It's, like, it's like Daredevil. It's all right, like... Mr. Banner. Yeah, exactly. It's like Bruce Banner. I don't want to cause any trouble. Can you just leave me alone for five minutes? Yes. That's basically what he is. He doesn't... He's walking around with a hoodie most of the time. He's got like a massive shroud around him. Walking around the desert like face all blacked out until people actually mess with him, they just throws it off. No, <laughs> 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 this guy's huge, by the way. This guy's massive. This guy legit is huge. He yeah. looks like I, I, I mean, you know, if I can, uh, yes, yes, no, no. like he looks like if Bruce Lee and <laughs> Sylvester Stallone yes. merged into one person. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that's basically that's the description. <laughs> that is a great description, by the way. That's an image I'm never losing. <laughs> no, Just, did you see the show? He's right. No. Yeah, no, it's accurate. 
no arguments there, man. That's, that, that, I couldn't put it better. <laughs> that's what I was supposed to that's, that's amazing. I love that. But, um, but yeah, um, <laughs> as the show's... Yeah, um, there's even some point in the show where I, I literally talk about it to this day. I'm like, oh, my days. You can't believe they actually did this in the show. Um, <laughs> His brother at some point, Raul, his brother at some point, he... <laughs> it's, it's a fight. They, they fight each other. It's pure madness. Chaos happens right now. The, the earth's like shaking. It's, it's it's crazy. It's kicking off. And then at some point, I don't know what happens. I don't know if you guys can explain to me. You <laughs> when I was a kid, I still can't explain it to this day. He he just like stands there. He almost like he gives up. Puts his fist to the sky, and ascend almost like he ascends to heaven. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> like, it was so amazing at the same time but fuck, I loved it I, I like... mean this shows insane there's a meme a very famous meme now of him, him ripping arms off and just slapping people about it's, over it's, the head it's, it's, it's epic it's, it's the silly way but it's epic at the same time if you're a fan of martial arts if you're a fan of the Mad Max series if you're a fan of Bruce Lee even the, even the sound effects even, even that you're <laughs> <laughs> gonna love this show <laughs> post-apocalyptic stuff anyone's into that kind of thing hey so much goodness in this show. So much grace. Troy, I have to ask you something, Go though. Go on. So, have you watched JoJo's Bizarre Adventure? Oh, I knew you'd bring it up. I knew you'd bring it up. He loves JoJo. He doesn't show up about JoJo, Alex. He's, he's like... <laughs> trust me. Hey, hey, hey. No, trust me, Alex. He, uh, ben bought me a, a cap from Japan. Yeah. With JoJo's characters on it. And it <laughs> Because my wife said, why don't we get him a Jojo cat? Because, like, she knows what a big yeah. fan he was. We came <laughs> back from Japan with one for him. And he's wearing it all the time in his YouTube videos. It's ridiculous. It's, it's, oh it's my good see someone so passionate about Jojo. Like, <laughs> yeah, trust me. I, yeah, I, am. I can go for hours talking about Jojo, so I'm going to stop right here. <laughs> <laughs> no, trust me. Don't get me started. Please, please. please. One day we do a special and we'll call you back. Yeah. We can you do a can whole come back on for a JoJo special. JoJo, oh, it's such a great show. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that show is insane. That show. Is oh, trust me, you you think this show is crazy? No, I love JoJo. It's just unashamedly animated. It's just, it doesn't it's care. Just weird. Oh, it's weird. So good. But yeah, well that's what I'm saying. But yeah, this is North Star. My pick. Amazon, you can check out the first season on there. A few others you probably um, can't see, see come out. They've got they've got some um, original video animations as well, so there's that, that little addition to the series as well, little spin-offs. But yeah, that's just my my pick. Fist of North Star. There you go. Awesome. Nice. Good. Tom, would you like to take next? Uh, I'm happy to let you go next, Dan, so we can bookend it with the two people who know the least about Japanese TV, <laughs> or I can go now, I don't mind. I'm interested to know what you're going to talk about. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll leave it to you for now. I'll I'll bring up the rear. Okay, cool. Okay. All right. So, as I've just said, quite openly, I am not the Japanese TV specialist on this podcast by any stretch of the imagination. I know bugger all about Japanese TV, to be honest. <laughs> um. So when we decided we were doing this, fortunately, Ben gave us like quite a long heads up to this. So I went onto Netflix. I would type typed in Japanese TV. And it came up with something that I don't know if you've heard of. It's a show called High Rise Invasion. Do oh, any of you know this? Heard of it, yeah? Yes, I Okay, so it's an interesting show. It's based on a manga series from 2013 to 2019. I think there are about 21, 22 editions of it. Um, 
it's just it just it just dropped in like February of 2021. It had quite a lot of kind of hype going around it. It's made by a company called Zero G Studio. It's an anime. Um, yeah, it's odd. I tried to watch the first episode like in Japanese with subtitles, couldn't do it, and switched to the the American dub version. That's the beauty of dubs. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> uh, because yeah, I listen in Japanese, but yeah. I think it's good to have the option. Well. Yes, but I, I did try. I did try and do it without without doing the American dub, but it, I would have got far too lost. Anyway, this show, if you don't know it, it's basically the the basic premise is that a whole lot of people wake up in an alternative universe that looks similar, but it's all it's a city full of high rises with rope bridges between them and stuff. And there's a whole load of people with masks whose entire job is to try and make you kill yourself. So they want to hurt you. They will beat you. They will kick you. But they want you to kill yourself and jump <laughs> off one of these high rises. Oh, wow. This and that's the basic. And this is... Oh, it's dark. It's fucking dark. If you <laughs> put up on Netflix, it says this is an 18 with sexual violence and suicide. Oh, it's two points that it prints out for things <laughs> to warn you about what this show is about. Yeah. It is bloody. It is gory. It's my it's my kind of thing, basically, because my my favorite thing ever with kind of and it's not really anime was from Kill Bill when they had that bit about Lucy Liu's backstory. Yeah, I absolutely love that, which yeah. is why High Rise Invasion caught my attention. Mm. Um, it's difficult to say whether I like it or not. It's <laughs> fast paced, and I mean, bam, you're straight in. People getting shot in the head, people getting thrown off buildings. It's fucked up in so many different levels. <laughs> and you've got people who are able to control the masks. The people who have the masks have been controlled. And if they take the mask off, it's gone into their synapses. So they'll then try and kill themselves if somebody oh, wow. interferes with their mask. So the last so, yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah. Okay. And so it's it's a very fucking thing. But one of one of the characters who's called Sniper Mask, who turns out to be a good guy in the end, gets a tiny crack in his mask, so starts getting his own personality back again, and yeah. things like that. And you've got my my biggest issue with this show is the two kind of main or the three kind of main female characters are all schoolgirls, and they've got an obsession with making them take their clothes off and look. Welcome at to welcome to anime, right? <laughs> 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 time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, they could have called this thigh rise invasion, and it would have been absolutely <laughs> rise. Welcome to the reason. Sometimes mm, I <laughs> the downside of anime. Sometimes is oh hell some yeah, subject matter is a bit creepy. I so, enjoy the show, but in the very first episode, there's a sexual assault of a young of a schoolgirl. Oh dear! Oh, oh. well, they're about to be assaulted, and then sniper mask puts a bullet through the guy's head. So it, this it, is it why I tend to run away from fan service shows in the other direction so i'm not associated <laughs> with it <laughs> yeah like like i say it's a brilliant show it's a brilliant show in some respects it's really creepy in other respects um and i i genuinely don't know how i feel about it it's got it's getting a second season because they're only part of the way through the story but it is violent as hell it is blood and gore everywhere which suits me down to the ground but it's it, it, there are moments when it's just a little bit uncomfortable. There's a lot of kind of lesbian suggestion in there as well, and it's just yeah, you have to watch it to truly understand what I mean. Welcome but, to anime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I said, I would actually say go and watch it because I don't know if this is kind of normal for anime. It probably is, but Ooh. I I I enjoyed parts of it 
and really didn't like other parts of it. But there's a lot of variety in anime. In mm, anime. But I but thought it was worth bringing. This is the dark side of anime that you've seen. Like, oh this... yeah, well, I I knew that I was going for something that was violent because yeah, you saw that, was, <laughs> that, that was my thing. I'm I'm a fan of kind of like horrors and violence and that kind of. So I thought if I'm going to go into a completely new genre, I may as well do it with something that I kind of trust and know. Yeah. So I I picked something that was like that. So that's why I picked it. But I would say go and watch if you haven't watched it, go and watch it. The I've actually started reading the um the manga and it's quite cool. So Oh nice. <laughs> wow. So I'm, I'm I... properly into I'm properly kind of researching. Oh, yes, we got him. We got him. Yeah. We've got some really dark choices this week. And Paul yeah. it's an interesting <laughs> mix here. <laughs> But yeah, like I said, that's all I really have to say because I'm I'm not the Japanese TV guy, but High Rise Invasion, it is definitely an experience. And where can we see that? Where did you watch? It's on Netflix. Wow. <laughs> Netflix. Netflix is winning right now. You're not reading the, the, the manga. He might get arrested if he's reading it. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've started re- it's on it's all available online, so I've started reading like the first volume of the manga as well. Oh, nice. Just to see how much it kind of correlated with what they did on the show. In the privacy of your own house. I wouldn't oh, yeah. take that into the public. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe. Dan, are you going to continue the bloodlust? Um, no, but... Um... <laughs> okay, so the my pick for today is... Can just wait for a second. It's like you guys know some of the audience know like i come from a place where my early childhood my dad worked in animation he was either educating people in how to do cgi or was doing cgi consulting himself and like anytime we saw something new in any level of animation he would talk to me about it like technically even when i was really young Mm. he'd dumb it down for me but I was fascinated by it. And he was the person who introduced me to anime through um, My Neighbor Totoro, which is a Hayao Miyazaki Studio Ghibli film. Um, Just really, really nice lyrical story about coming to terms with the world as it is and still maintaining some magic. Hmm. I've gone through <laughs> a lot of anime since then. Not a lot of Japanese TV otherwise, but all of the classics, most of them introduced by my dad, hmm. or else later on introduced by Sammy, who the audience will know as well. Yeah. Um, and I was going to come here. I was up until... Earlier this week, I was all set to come here and talk to you about a series called So I'm a Spider, So What? Mm. Which I'm sure a lot of people have seen in this crew. Mm. Mm. You familiar with it? Uh, well, I'm, I'm a spider? Yes, I'm so a spider. I'm a spider, so what? Yeah. I've seen no, I'm, not, I'm not familiar. Not really. Me neither. Um, well, I'm going to go into detail on that one on another podcast because it's well worth it. And in the meantime, plug worth a watch. Okay. Um, but then I 
I found this other one that's only just started. It's only four episodes in at this point. Um, and it's one of these anime that has like a uh, very anthropomorphic animal faced cast. Oh, is it um, Beastars? No, I've seen Beastars and that's and it's really good. Oh, okay. But this is called Odd Taxi. Hmm. Odd Taxi? Okay. Yeah. Okay. And the first look of it, it looks quite unassuming. It's another kind of, it seems initially another sort of slice of life, but with anthropomorphic characters and social commentary kind of thing. Mm -hmm. At the very, very first glance. Look any closer at it and it's a noir. And it's a really complex noir as well that's designed to keep the audience guessing and searching for more clues. Mm. And the scope of this and how, like already at the fourth episode, the the effort that the creators have gone to to give a really deep audience participation ability in terms of following the story not in terms of like creating it but there's so many ways to follow it Mm. the initial story is it centers around a taxi driver who is um, a walrus driver and he's called Odakawa and he's voiced by Natsuki Hane. Um, he's like, he's around 41 years old. He's not got any real family connections. His best friends are an old high school buddy who's a bit of a loser. And a and his physician, um, they're like the closest thing he has to proper friends. Hmm. And some and and like he gets a lot of passengers and the most of the way he spends his time is having conversations with these passengers Mm. and initially whenever you start watching the anime it looks like it's going to be a lot about social commentary as a a college age hippo gets in the back seat and starts talking about how he needs to go viral (laughs) and how like going viral indicates your self-worth and all of this sort of stuff and right before that there's been a conversation on the radio about uh, what comedy is and what people's expectations for things should be. Uh, it's it gets to that point and you're you're sort of lulled into this false sense of security, but then very quickly it turns into this possible psychological thriller, possible crime noir. You're not being let in on the genre yet, even kind of level of um, mystery intrigue. Lots of things that match up as the series gets deeper and denser, and connections that get made that leave you wondering why they're there. Just watching the anime itself, I've watched it twice through now, and on the second watch, there's extra details that you miss. Okay. And so then I, I went looking for like info on this because I was like this has to go to the podcast we're doing the Japan special it has to <laughs> right 
and I found out something else. Um, like, so the the two conversations that I've just mentioned, the one with the hippo about going viral, yeah. he has an actual Twitter account in the real world. And his Twitter account has continued on further than the series has and gives clues as to what happens further on in the series, but not enough to tell you what's actually happening. Because okay. it's all perspective. And he keeps trying to go viral. And what happens from there, I'm going to leave to people to figure out. The conversation that's happening on the radio between these two members of this comedy group called Homo Sapiens. Um, one of them reads out a letter from a, a high school um, student or a college student who is seemingly very, very astute as to what they're talking about and is making like really really intriguing comments but also is very very judgmental there's an actual audio drama going along episode by episode that you can find but isn't actually advertised from the point of view of that character who's writing those letters who's found this um sort of spying device and that looks like an orange capped pen that leaves it all around the place and you can see this orange capped pen in the anime the actual the beginning sequence for it, the title sequence for the anime, the music used in it. There's a music video that's up on YouTube right now that has um, the voice actors appear as humans, and only whenever it's viewed from the point of view of uh, the walrus taxi driver does anyone look like animal, and when it's the taxi driver looking, even the people, uh, the duo that sing the song, look like animals as well. And it leads to this sort of theory of, uh, is this whole anthropomorphization, is that actually part of the taxi driver's mental illness? Mm. Or is that the way the world is? And I, I, I don't want to give a lot of stuff away, but it revolves around there's a missing high school girl the member of a powerful family there's a Japanese idol group um, there's this sort of office worker code monkey kind of guy who is obsessed with trying to find some kind of meaning but is looking in all the wrong places uh, there's a nurse who has a secret there's uh, just there's so much stuff going on in this anime and it has to be watched. Everyone has to watch this. Everyone's going to enjoy it. Awesome. Yeah. And is this it, where can you watch this? Uh, this would be on Crunchyroll. Oh, Crunchyroll. I'm surprised it took us this long to get to Crunchyroll on this pick, actually. Really good site, um, Alex. That's just, uh, it's, it's all like... anime straight from Japan. They, they sub it subtitle it and it's when japan's had it then it's automatically quickly uploaded for oh. westerns brilliant so friendly roll okay thank you Dan. Yeah. five pound i think a month is it still five pound Dan? that's what i'm paying oh cool very cheap i haven't used it in a while but like um it's a good site go go do funimation as well like they're pretty cool but um yeah seriously if you get a chance, watch this show. 
this show is deep this show is intriguing this show is funny Mm. it's subtle this isn't one of those ones where you're going to get a lot of yeah we're fighting action (laughs) it's script driven it's dialogue driven it's it's brilliant you know what that reminds me of that movie Collateral sold (laughs) Um, can I I just make one other um, one other discovery I made just while I was doing the research for this one is that there is a it's not Japanese it's Korean a a manhwa which is coming to I think it's in summer 2021 or fall 2021 it's called solo leveling okay and if you're a fan fan of that sort of lit RPG isekai um, loner gets it done like all of that it's it's going to be really good if you are at all a fan of sword art online it's going to be really good if you're a fan of a furietta uh from commonplace to world's strongest it's going to be really good okay i can i chime in with one last recommendation i think i have the perfect tv show that encapsulates everyone's recommendations in today's show go for it yeah this it you know and i think all of you will enjoy this and i and i'm probably going to link you guys where you can watch it because you can't watch it anywhere unless you you know you have access to youtube because that's the only place you can watch this in and that is it's a tv series that that showed back in 1998 it's called great teacher onizuka has anybody heard of this this is a brilliant show it made me want to be a teacher in japan (laughs) so to kind of you know quickly go over like what this is all about you know, it's all about this guy named Akichi Onizuka. He's 22 years old, and he and his goal is to be the greatest teacher in all of Japan and possibly the world. The problem is that he is an ex bicycle gang, like not bicycle, motorcycle gang member who yeah. used to be like the leader of like one of the most notorious, you know, biker gangs in all of Japan. And he's a virgin. I guess that's the thing. And one of his original things, one of his original reasons why he wanted to be a teacher was so he can perv on some students. But the whole goal he's always had is to be like the best teacher out there. And so after suplexing the assistant principal of this one (laughs) school, he, you know, the, the main principal hires him on to take on one of the roughest, toughest classes in that school. And they've, you know they've tried to torture him like not like physically and stuff but like mentally torture him and stuff and and to the point where there are other teachers before him that have literally quit that profession altogether because they're so rough but given that Akichi is such a badass and stuff like he schools all the students he slowly wins them on his side and there are references to Fist of the North Star in the yep. show yes. literally yes. like he uses a sharpie and draws like Kenshiro's tattoos on his chest. So you, kind of, you know, get to the point. And, I love, I love when voice and, actors in Japan act like yakuza. It's so funny to me. <laughs> the deep voice, like act, walking around acting like a yakuza, um, because I, I'm a big fan of the yakuza video game series, and I always get really pumped up when they start talking cr- like deep voice. 
Because yeah. you're kind of like, oh, I'm pumped up for this next battle. It's like all the menacing style, the posturing. It's very funny to me when I see it in anime. Right. Yeah. But but here's the catch, though. This is live action. I'm not recommending the anime. I'm recommending the live action adaptation. Oh, okay. I've seen the anime. Okay. I'll check it yeah. out. And wow. that is really good because it, you know, there's some fantastical elements to the anime, even though it's still grounded in reality. But the live action show grounds it in even more reality and does a little bit uh, kind of creative uh, license to kind of merge some of the characters because it's only 12 episodes as opposed mm-hmm. to like, I don't know, like I, like, I don't know how long the, the other episodes are, but it's like probably more than like eight, like 43 episodes or something like that. But mm-hmm. in 12 episodes, you can get you can pretty much understand the entire arc of the show. And I think you all will enjoy it. it I highly recommend it. And yeah, I'm going to paste it in the chat so you guys can find it. Hopefully yep. it works in, you know, like whatever, wherever country you're in. Cause I don't know where this guy's from. Okay. That's awesome. Um, because like, I've got one more question. Does it do, does, does the actors match the energy of the anime original? Absolutely. Very high yeah. energy. Absolutely. I'm going to love it. I can see it already. I'm going to love it. It sounds like Phoenix. It sounds like when I watched the live action Phoenix Wright movie, like they're perfect. Like their energy levels were off the chain in that movie. Mm -hmm. That's what I like to see. Yeah. This character is a, you know, the guy who plays Akichi is a popular uh, actor named Takashi Sorimachi. So he's like, he was like a pop star and stuff like in Japan. He's part of like a bunch of boy bands and stuff, I think, but I'm not 100% sure. But like he's, you know, he really embodied that role. And I remember reading like articles saying like he really enjoyed the role because like he, you know, he really liked the manga and the anime. So um, <laughs> or probably the manga because the, the anime wasn't out. But yeah, I highly recommend it. And and again, it's on YouTube. You can watch it anytime. It's going to be the best like 12 hours you'll ever spend. I think <laughs> there can't be worse than AKB's actresses when they turn up in live action TV shows. Oh, here we go. <laughs> So every time I watch a uh, Japanese drama, oh, he's a former member and, of AKB somewhere lurking. Ben, there. you gotta let this go. Man. You gotta let it go, oh, man. They ruined and, it. And I, I just want to be, be very absolutely clear. This is the GTO live action adaptation from 1998. Because there's a second one that's on Crunchyroll, and I don't like that one. Right, that's good because I thought that there was another version of it as well. So I was about to ask you, you cut that was a good okay, cool. That's good yeah. clarification. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and Alex, by the way, have you seen a show called Full Metal Panic? Oh, wow, we're good. Okay, Full Metal Panic. <laughs> I, uh, I, I mean, no, wait, I, I shouldn't say no. I, I, I watched it a long time ago, but yeah. I, you know, that, I didn't, I never continued it. In terms of school school settings, that's probably my favorite school oh, setting. It's so good. Format Panic, so, love it. I love yeah. that's really funny because I love the comedy of him trying to be a normal person, but he's a trained operative. It's yeah, so exactly. <laughs> it's just, I, and and I actually have like a personal recommendation for Alexandra because like the um I since you like intellectual kind of shows and stuff like that, like on Netflix. It is kind of just as dark as Alice in Borderland, but there's a show called Kakegurui. Which is just as kind of, you know, 
it, it it has like young people and there's also like this kind of intellectual aspect of it. And the whole premise of the show is that in one in this particular school, gambling is a thing that, you know, happens on the regular. And mm. in order for you to get to the upper echelon, the upper tier of the school and get good grades or whatever, you have to gamble your standing and your reputation, you know, yeah. using a bunch bunch of different things, not just like, you know, like cards and, you know, blackjack and all that stuff, but different kinds of implements. So I highly recommend that too. And I think uh, the series isn't done. The live action series is, and it is on Netflix. The live yeah. action one. I do hi- recommend the live action one oh, over the anime for, for this. Nice. It's both. It's <laughs> like a, yeah, absolutely. It's a good show. I would highly recommend that as well, actually. Really good. Yeah, I'm just typing it like in the chat so that uh-huh. <laughs> you know the spelling. Because, yeah, Gakugu. Yeah, because that sounds like something I probably. Yeah. It's really good. Um, again, no, like it's like a raised is also on Netflix. There's a live action and an anime. You've always got to separate them, I find. Like, you know. Okay. Right. That is too it. bad you guys don't have like a Netflix, like, you know, sponsorship. Or something. <laughs> we were open to sponsorship. <laughs> we have a take what you can get sponsorship. <laughs> we're happy, just in anyone's listening, we're happy to have any sponsorship. Right, thank you. <laughs> so far, we're being sponsored in questions about beards. <laughs> Okay, well, thank you for coming across today, Alex. Um, where can people find you on your socials and everything? You can find me on YouTube at youtube.com slash backlog battle. I review a lot of JRPGs, Japanese games, and niche games, and, and more. Like, it's not just stuck in the Japanese territory. Like, I, I do venture from time to time. I, I uh, made a video on Disco Elysium, for example. Um, I make videos on all... You know, for games on all platforms, like I reviewed uh, Fantasian, which was an Apple Arcade. And if you like Persona, Yakuza, and all those other games, like you'll find them on my channel. And if you just want to chat, like, you know, go on Twitter, twitter.com slash mybacklogbattle. I'm, I'm always there, even though I don't tweet a lot these days. I've been so busy with reviews. It's, it's kind of crazy. And uh, I think, depending on, like, when this is out, um, I am working on my Near Replicant review. So that's going to be really exciting. So, but, but yeah, thanks for having me. I've, I've had such a blast. I actually didn't even realize how many Japanese TV shows that I really liked until I came on the show. So this has yeah. been great. It's really been, it's really been interesting though. Cause I, I thought I, we got, I've written everything down to for the tags and it's, 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 it's a good, rare, it's a good variation actually. Really interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank I you. For, again. I showed quite a lot of the diversity of Japanese TV that's it that's what we wanted to do today was show everybody that there's a lot more there's so much taste out there because you know korean tv you know a lot of other countries get like a lot of attention and i think it's good that we can talk about japanese tv today to like show the diversity so mission accomplished um we have got um today as we record you may have noticed that the new first episode of our spin-off podcast is in the stream now house of animation um we're really proud of it um tara is going to be going across there and i can tell you that alexandra and dan have come across for spirited away that which is further down the line and tom wants to do aladdin so please come over and check it out it's the first episodes on toy story um it's brilliant well I, i'm sounding cocky but we're very proud of it um we think it's great it so, is good 
Good. It is actually. I am not involved in it. It is actually. Yeah. Uh, Dan's coming in a few episodes. Alexandra's coming in a few episodes. Support it. Let us know if you like it. We'll do more of them. You ask for diversity. We're going to try. Like, share, subscribe, guys. That's it. It's already done big numbers on our YouTube. It's done more than normal. So we're really proud of it. So we're really happy. So, okay. So let's wrap it up. It's goodbye for me. Goodbye for me. Bye for me. Bye for me. Goodbye for me. Later. <laughs> Laters. Okay. <laughs> See you guys next week. Thank you very much. Awesome. <laughs>